The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Claim your risk-free bet up to $500 over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash betrivers. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash betrivers. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit h2fbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Plus, this Monday and Tuesday, everything is 20% off in the merch store with the promo code CYBER. Store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com, promo code CYBER. Welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast, all the sports gambling podcast network. My name is Tom Jenkins. Joined with our hosts, we got Flying Ryan Gilbert and Moly Jolie Meyer. Gentlemen, how the hell are we doing tonight? I'm doing fantastic here, fresh off a of Flyers overtime victory. We got tall boys, we got some popcorn, we got sad Penguins fan looking like catfish going home. So all good times here in Philly here after a big, big sweep of the Penguins, even though the Penguins got two points as well. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a crazy, intense weekend here. Last time we we spoke, I was sweating the the Washington Oregon game. Thankfully, Washington won that one and, and won the the conference future. It sets up Jaden Daniels to win the Heisman most likely, which is excellent. Um, not only as a better, but as a, an LSU fan. And then um, Saturday morning, excellent Texas ruled, no question there. Got that one. SMU beat Tulane to win the American, got that one, even with their backup QB in. But then the biggest one of all, Georgia against Alabama. Georgia laid an egg. They, they started fast, scored a touchdown, but they, they barely scored after that. And then just Alabama, fucking bitches. I hate them so much. And <laughs> this whole season, they've been fucking over them ever since the Texas game where they, they their one loss. Uh, but ever since then, they just keep costing me money. And if, if they win the whole damn thing, I will be very angry. And uh, and a little bit broker. Yeah, that's total bullshit. Honestly, if I, I'm on Team Florida State, should have gotten in. Fuck Alabama. Fuck Nick Saban. You know, roll tide. You can roll. Get the fuck out of here. Don't care. Uh, okay, boys. It's funny that I'm wearing a blanket over me right now because you know what? When someone is just red hot, you think that they wouldn't need a blanket. But your boy had the best weekend of his entire life. Last weekend, holy shit! The final count up sixty four units. Ended up losing a lot on the uh, on the Sunday night game in football, but holy shit, this was fucking ridiculous. Everything I did, I felt like I was just hitting gold, just hitting gold, just fucking hitting gold. I don't even know where to start. I can't even get after it. That's how much it's going through. So I'm just gonna keep it nice and simple. Shout out my boy Scotty Scheffler. Shout out the Toronto Maple Leafs. Shout out the San Fran Eagles game. That's all I'm gonna say. Because I am a very happy man, right in time for the holidays. I'm going to tell my family, all of your money, you guys might as well fucking go up to the score bet, wherever they're located in Toronto, actually located by my work. Go to them and just say thank you. Because all your fucking Christmas presents, everything, my cat, all your my cats, cat food and shit, all that. Placed a big old order for cat supplies, all that shit. Everybody's got to go down to the score bet and just be like, thank you for giving this man a bunch of fucking money. Because that was absolutely ridiculous, the fucking weekend that I had. Saw you posting that in the Discord. It looked looked incredible. Congratulations. That was a Thank huge you. weekend for you. It was honestly ridiculous. Like, 
I guess I was sitting there with Jess on the couch and like I'm just looking and she's like, What are you laughing at my shoulder? And just everything just kept coming in. It's fucking insane, dude. So I don't know. I probably appreciate it. Um uh, I, I had to be the parlay dick. I just had to be the parlay asshole in the Discord. I had to do it. Don't you shake your head at me down uh, there and fucking at least you weren't, the, you weren't the parlay guy whining about a last leg uh, money line losing. Like like no. myself there. No, no, exactly. I'm not I'm not saying anything. Just trying to <laughs> shake my head. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry, bro. It was fucking absolutely shout out Scotty Schaffer though. I'm telling you right now, dude. This guy's got his potting dialed. Remember last year that was a problem with him? Oh, this yeah. motherfucker this motherfucker might win every tournament this year. I'm not even joking. That's how good he was. He, he would have won like he would have won like eight uh trophies last year if he could exactly half as good. This guy's gonna be a fucking killer this year. So keep an eye out for Scotty come golf season, man. This guy is ready to absolutely go. Holy shit. Um, all right, let's keep things rocking and rolling here. Everybody go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. Tons of stuff going on in the world of sports, baby. Obviously, we got hockey. We, <laughs> the guy's beard. Holy shit. We got a <laughs> – did you see that? I saw we got that, a yeah. <laughs> We got an eight-game slate coming up here uh, for tomorrow. What's the day? Monday, so tomorrow will be Tuesday. Obviously, we're going to get into that. We got the NFL this week. Uh, so that's cool, too. They're doing this thing. College football. It's been pretty wacky, pretty crazy. It'll be interesting to see. Jolie, who do you got winning the whole natty? Who's your team? Washington? I think Michigan wins, but I hope Texas wins. And Ooh. I think Texas has the second best chance. So that's okay. I think uh if you're just getting into it now, I think the best bet would be like Texas three to one or better. Right on. There you go. That's pretty sweet. Uh what else going? NBA is going on. You know, Ryan, what's up in the world of baseball? Anything happening in the baseball world? Winter meeting started and nothing is happening so far. Otani could still be coming to Toronto. We'll see. Does he have to? I don't know. So what are the winter meetings? When I worked for the Blue Jays, we had this thing. It was like Winterfest. And like fucking, oh shit, my cat. And like it was like Winterfest and like all the season ticket holders or something would come and meet the players and all the shit. They made us all work it. It sucked. What's up with winter meetings? No, winter meetings is like all like the GMs getting together. I think this year it's like in Nashville. So like it's kind of like the how the NHL has the draft or they used to have the draft where they all, all get together. But there's no draft. It's just like discussing plans. Usually some uh, big free agent signings come out of it. Okay, so literally nothing. Literally nothing, yeah. All right, cool. Uh, so that's going on baseball. Anyways, you can find all the information on the SGPN website. That's the place to be. Uh, check out all the articles there. Check out Ryan's Fantasy Hockey's articles that he's bumping out weekly. They're absolutely sick. He's killing it. Uh, listen to all the other shows. You can find all that there as well. Uh, and, of course, shout out to all our friends and pals in the Discord. Discord's been popping off. Tons of people, and I don't even know half the motherfuckers up in the Discord anymore, but everybody seems like they're having fun, and it's a little math class in there half the time for what it seems like. Everywhere you look, it's just chart here, chart there <laughs> spreadsheets charts excel we, we got a lot of models but not not the models you, you want to see <laughs> yeah exactly so i don't know what's going on here but we get fucking down jesus christ cat <laughs> holy shit there's a cat butt right in the middle of the thing here uh anyways shout out to all our friends and pals in the discord if you're not in the discord you're not making money if you want to get in the discord but you're not in there you can reach out to myself or ryan on twitter uh we'll be sure to point you in the right direction or you can reach out to the hgp twitter account uh our, our social media assistant producer will point you in the right direction he's a fucking beauty he's been doing work out there which is awesome uh or you can uh i don't know go down to alabama track down nick saban's house and if you see somebody just camped out with a fucking machete waiting for him to step out of his door so we can just sling him on down chances are that's our boy joel meyer of the hockey gambling podcast and you can see him while he's sharpening his little fucking his machete there you can be like hey jolie how the hell i get in the discord and he'll help point you in the right direction 
Right, make, sure you're, <laughs> make sure you're subscribed to the Hockey Gun Podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, make sure you leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and I'll read it at the end of the show. And, of course, get in that Discord. Always a, always a great time in there. Uh-oh. Ryan, I think you lagged out there a little bit. Are you good? Did I like it? Can you, can, uh, can you hear me uh, now? It was fine for me. For me. Okay, that was my bad. I guess I just laid out there. Um, all right. Uh, let's get into our locked thoughts and totals from last time we recorded. Last time we recorded for the games would have been the December 2nd slate of games. Uh, your boy came through. I was 2-1, and one, up 1.46 units. Jolie was 1-2, and two, down 0. 0.40 units. And Ryan was 1-2, and two, down 1.55 units. Uh, I'll kick us off here for my lock. I had the New York Rangers uh, minus 142 money line against Nashville. Tight game. I think it was like a 5-4 final or something stupid like that. Pretty sure the Preds were up early. I want to say 2 nothing or something after the first, but the Rangers ended up coming back, getting it done. Uh, for my dog, I had the Vancouver Canucks money line versus Calgary plus 105. I watched this game. This game was kind of crazy, man. Like the Canucks were like all over him. They were up. They were winning. And then they scored to go up. Like I think it was like 4-2 or something. And then right away with like one minute left in the game, the 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 flames got another one to make a four three they didn't they didn't go out lightly so it was pretty fucking crazy but vancouver got it done anyways and then my total rangers florida under six plus 102 that ended up losing i think it was a four three final for the islanders i said rangers islanders florida sorry uh four three final for that uh yeah so that that sucks but two and one on the day yeah that was that was four three islanders because I, I can't win a bet my lock were the panthers minus 185 uh, against the islanders at home they just absolutely got goalied in that one with Ilya sorokin uh my dog my flyers plus 145 came through for me in a shootout there in pittsburgh and then my total kraken uh sends over six and a half i believe that was a uh, two nothing final so not not not, a, not once again not not a good uh show for me it's uh it's embarrassing i'm ashamed and i am uh gonna be better here for you guys so uh hopefully we can all go uh nine and oh this show for myself, hit the lock. Coyotes money line at home against the Blues. Blues uh, were far outplayed in that one. Four-one final. That was nice and comfy. And dog Canadians plus one thirty. They were losing by a couple goals um, for most of the game, but they made a comeback in the third period, pushed it to overtime, where unfortunately they lost. I was sweating two games at the same time, both in OT. The the I had Bruins my line and Canes my line. I figured, oh fuck, fucking shootouts, fucking OTs. I'm gonna lose them both, right? I for I fortunately won the won the Bruins one thanks to Marshan. Oh, shout out to Marshan by the way for getting the uh, HGP chump bump after shit talking him last year. He gets four <laughs> goals in two games, and including that OT winner. Yeah, but lost the Canes one, and then the total Sabres team total over two and a half minus one five. I had a right read on the total. I just backed the wrong squad here. It was a six two final. Or uh, Hurricanes couldn't trust their goalie, so they didn't let the Sabres get any shots for the first two periods. Sabres scored a couple goals in garbage time, but it was far too late. And yeah, 6-2 final, so did not get the uh, team total and certainly did not get the, the, the Sabres money line. All right. Well, we're brought to you today by Bet Rivers. Bet Rivers is available in over 14 states plus Ontario, Canada. Uh, Bet Rivers has some of the best live betting markets in the space. Their betting menu is second to none, including a ton of props. Depositing and withdrawing is super easy on Bet Rivers. Sign up using our link to get a risk free bet up to $500. Just go to sportswomenpodcast.com slash Bet Rivers. That's sportswomenpodcast.com slash Bet Rivers. Problem gambling? Call 1 800 Gambler. All right, boys, we have a eight-game slate set for Tuesday, December the 5th. Are we ready to rock and roll here or what? Oh, 
Yeah. All right on. Oh, rocking things up. First game on the docket here. We have the Los Angeles Kings against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Game itself is in Columbus here. Uh, LA on the money line set at minus 218. The Blue Jackets on the money line at plus 180. If you're interested, the Kings on the puck line at minus one and a half. is sitting at plus 114. Uh, the over-unders is six and a half. Over sitting at minus 105. The under minus 115. <laughs> Joel Meyer, buddy, why don't you uh, why don't you get the ball rolling on this one? What's going to happen in this game? Sure, yeah, the Kings are uh, they're honestly looking like the best team in the in the West, if not the the whole league lately. Uh, watched a lot of that game against the Avalanche on Sunday. Um, just just total domination. I know the Avalanche didn't have McCarr and they're on the back to back, but still, Kings are are the better team in basically every game they play, and uh, the Blue Jackets are on a decent run here lately, but uh, they're still not a great team. Um, and they, yeah, they, they had trouble scoring, and yeah, the, the goaltending is up and down. Uh, so I, I like the Kings here. My line is uh, minus 223 for the Kings, so I, I expect them to dominate here and then get the job done. Uh, how about Quentin Byfield's breakout year? Uh, yeah. took him long enough, took him long enough, but he's finally getting going, and that's uh, that's that's dangerous for the, the rest of the NHL. Um, yeah, I also like the under in this one. Uh, both teams have. <laughs> Uh, the Kings lead the league in terms of the, the power play or penalty kill percentage, rather. Blue Jackets are for fourth. I did not expect that looking into this game here. And then both teams have uh, below average power plays, actually. So uh, you can do the under power play points, if you like, or you can just do the under six and a half. I, th- I think the Kings can uh, can win a low-scoring game in this one. Yeah, uh, under there is, is a great play. I think Kings are absolutely an under team. I like the uh, Blue Jackets team total under two and a half at minus 125. Kings have not allowed more than two goals in their seven straight. They've allowed one goal or less in nine of 21 games this season. So maybe even under one and a half at, uh, at plus odds there. Maybe like a 4-1 final score. But yeah, I think the Kings here are just a much better team. Like they have, they have some of the best metrics in the league. Cam Talbot's been great in net. And I think they're still... Being underrated for the cup, you can still get them 15 to 1. I think that's still a decent entry point on the Kings here. And yeah, so for this game, King Kings puck line, I think is a decent look at plus 114, but just either the under six and a half or the Blue Jackets team total under two and a half. Kings are undefeated on the road to nine and oh, that's sick. Yeah, Ryan, you touched on my play for there. I was going to go all over the Kings' puck line in this game. Uh, five of their past five wins have been by two goals or more, and I think eight of their past ten have been by two goals or more as well. And then, uh, Joel, you touched on it too. This team is 9-0 and on the road. That's absolutely insane, and the Columbus Blue Jackets are not a good hockey team. Um, so, yeah, as far as total goals, 6.5, I lean towards the under with this on you guys. Man, I don't really see uh, Columbus scoring a lot of goals with the way that the Kings have been playing defensively. Uh, they're second in the league when it comes to shots on goal against per game. They're only averaging 26.8 shots given up, uh, and they're not getting scored on a lot. This Columbus team stinks. So the under is a beautiful play, and then uh, Kings puck line is my go-to. Okay, moving down to the 7 p.m. time slot here. We have the New York Rangers against the Ottawa Senators. Game itself is in Ottawa. Rangers on the money line at minus 135. The Sens on the money line at plus 114. Over-unders at 6.5. over sit at minus 102. The under minus 118 here. Uh, I absolutely love the Rangers in this spot here, man. This team has been sick on the road. They're 10-2-1 so far. Sens are 7-7 seven seven at home. Sens stink. 
fuck Ottawa. I feel I'm not, I don't got to get into this again. I always do. You guys know how I feel about this. Uh, the Sens are giving up a lot of goals, man. They're 20th in the league when it comes to goals against per game, uh, averaging 3.32 against. And the Kings are pop putting the fucking biscuit in the basket. So give them some credit on that. They're getting it done here. You got an absolutely unreal power play shooting at about 30%. It's third in the league. Uh, and the Sens penalty kill is terrible. Uh, 28th in the league, sitting at 73.4%. So I absolutely love the Kings and the, or sorry, the Rangers in this game. Um, so give me that minus 135. Over under on this one. I'm leaning under here. I don't think the Sens are going to score too much in this game, man. I think it's just going to be, you know, another the ball rolling downhill. That's how much this team sucks. So you could see like a 4 1 final here, 5 1 final or something. Hell, it could even be a 3 1 final. It could even be a 2 1 final. Who fucking knows? But either way, the Rangers are going to win and this game's going to go under. Yeah, we, we keep saying with the Rangers, like it has to regress. Something has to come crashing down. And you know what? They keep winning these close games. Three straight uh, one goal wins over, you know, not great teams. I mean, Detroit's good. Nashville's good. But San Jose, they, they barely got a, a 6-5 win on a back-to-back. So like, I, I'd like to take Ottawa here, but, but plus 114 just isn't enough for me given how they're playing, you know, overall this season. And even even recently, they're not, not playing too great. Uh, lost three in a row before beating Seattle here. So I think the Rangers minus 135. I think they they have, you know, what it takes, obviously, to be 18-4-1 so far. So I think they, they're absolutely worthy of a uh, bet here at minus 135. And, yeah, I'd probably lean to the, to the, to the under here, but just, just a bet on the uh, Rangers for me. Yeah, the line seems a little little cheap there for the Rangers. Marcus still likes the Sens for whatever reason. Uh, I, I do think that they're better than the record, and and they'll they'll get up the standings at least a little bit. Uh, nice win against the the Kraken the other day. I think they they shut them out too, which is a bit surprising. The Sens defense is not exactly elite. Um, getting Thomas Shabbat back is huge. Uh, when he went out last year, they they struggled big time. Um, so I, I expect them to make a bit of a turnaround coming up here, but. Uh, it's just, uh, it's the line is still just, just too short there. So I have to lean to the Rangers, but, uh, probably won't bet it even though, um, yeah, my line is minus minus one forty two. So kind of lean the Rangers, but I think the senators can, can uh, build some momentum coming up here. Uh, we'll see if they really love their coach because he's going to be on the hot seat pretty quickly. If, uh, they don't start winning some games Um the total though, I, I can't take an under in a Sands game. Um, so I lean to the over just for that reason. And the, and the, the Rangers goaltending, I don't, I don't think quick can sustain this the whole season long. And just uh, is he's, he's not quite putting up the numbers he was last year. So lean to the over lean to the Rangers, but probably not betting this one at all. All right, moving down to the 7.30 p.m. time slot here. We got the San Jose Sharks against the New York Islanders. Game itself is in New York on the island. Uh, San Jose on the money line at plus 225. Islanders on the money line at minus 278. If you're interested in Islanders on the puck line, minus 1.5 is paying off, minus 110. Over-unders at 6. Over-sitting at minus 108. The under, minus 112. Uh, right, guy. Are we here in the Donna? Donna? Are we the shark? Is there a shark attack on the island, or what's going on? We are. There are sharks on Long Island. Not sure if they're uh, up there in Europe, though. But yeah, there are sharks on Long Island. I think they're worthy of, a, of an attack here at plus 225. You know, they're playing better recently on, on this road trip. Uh, 3 nothing against Boston. One in New Jersey. Uh, gave the Rangers a square, uh, a scare, I should say there. And, and, the Island, and the Islanders, you know, they've been they've been winning games that they shouldn't, shouldn't win. And eventually something has to give with Sorokin. Maybe they give Varley a start, but they've allowed, they've got gotten out shot in like each of their past 
10 games here, nine games looking at it, 45, 43, 33, and 40 in the last in the last four games. At some point, that has to has to wear on them. And I think the Sharks here, you know, they're having some fun. They won three of the last five games on the road here. So I think that's some value there at plus 225. Uh, no real play on the total. Could see it, could see it going over. That would be my lean at over six minus 108. Yeah, the uh, I gotta take the Islanders here. The Islanders give up a ton of shots, but the the, the Sharks aren't a team that that are gonna get a ton of shots. So I think that the, there's one team that the Islanders can shut down. It is the San Jose Sharks, who are having a you know a decent counter road trip here. Um, you know, being competitive against the Bruins. I know they were shut out, but still, uh, that was a closer closer game. Took a little bit for the Bruins to to seal it, and then they they beat the uh, they came close with the who is it the uh, the, the the Rangers? Did they beat the Rangers in that one? I remember there was a big upset that no, they, they beat they, the Devils. They beat the Devils. The Devils, yeah, they beat the Devils six three, and they 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 oh yeah, they spoiled the puck line for the Rangers. That's what it was. It was six three for the Rangers. And the Sharks came back, made a six five. That was unfortunate for your boy. Um, but yeah, they, they they're a bit more competitive than they were, yeah, in, in the first uh, couple weeks of the season. That's for sure. Um, but yeah, the Islanders are uh, kind of a desperate team right now. If they they want to got to win some games to stay in the hunt for the playoffs. Goaltending has, has been getting better. Um, Sorokin has like a crazy high goals against average, but he's also got a crazy uh, what is it, like ninety-one and a half percent save percentage. It's, it's something ridiculous it's considering how many goals he's given up to have that that much of. Uh, that good of a save percentage so uh, that that just tells you how many shots the, the, the islanders are giving up but he's still he's still putting up uh good numbers there in net so yeah uh, i guess the islanders in in regulation here is i mean that's kind of expensive at this this big number uh i guess uh, let's just do the minus one and a half minus 110 i don't i think that they can uh, uh shut down the sharks who are yeah they've been feisty lately but I, i'm still not buying that they're a legit team so yeah, Islanders uh, puck line lean to the under six. So I you know that that's negatively correlated, but still, is the Sharks? I don't think they can sustain this uh, five goals in the last one, six in the one before. They've used up all their goals in this road trip. Islanders going <laughs> to shut them out. Yeah, this is a kind of a it's kind of a hard game to cap really when you're thinking about it, just because how shitty both of these teams really have been. Yes, Sharks have been better the past couple games. Uh, but this is still a team that's one in eleven on the road this year, and the Islanders have been brutal at home too. They're four three and four, so I don't fucking know, man. If anything, I'm just gonna fade both teams and take the under six and minus one twelve. Uh, whether we do see Varley or we see Sorokin, both of them have been Varley's been lights out all year long, truth be told. But Sorokin's been playing better. He struggled a little bit to start the year, and uh, I don't know. This is this is an ugly one, dude. Both these teams can't really score. So my biggest play is probably the under. Uh, okay, moving down to the 7.30 p.m. time slot. We have the Detroit Red Wings against the Buffalo Sabres. Game itself here is in Buffalo. Uh, Detroit on the money line sitting at minus 125. Sabres on the money line at plus 105. Uh, the over-under is at 6.5. Over sitting at minus 118. The under, minus 102. Uh, this is a, another toughie, man. The Sabres currently on a three-game losing streak here. The Red Wings have came back to earth a little bit. This Detroit team hasn't necessarily been great on the road. They're 5-4-1. and one. Uh, When it comes to division records, both teams have been kind of shit. So uh, this one's tough. I feel like Detroit's the better team, though, especially with some, I don't know, is that crazy to say? Is Detroit's a better team than Buffalo? Oh yeah, 
Without yeah. Thompson, especially. Yeah. Especially. Yeah, exactly. Right. So I feel like that's the way to go. Detroit has been scoring goals too. I know a lot of that was at the beginning of the year. The third in the league when it comes to goals scoring. The Sabres are not getting the goals. Uh so I think a minus 125 is road favorites here. Uh there's some value on that one. One thing I do like in this game, and this this might be kind of silly here. The over under. I'm leaning towards the under six and a half. Uh, this is still a division game, yo. And, you know, Detroit has slowed down a bit from that hot start that they came out with. And Buffalo's kind of regressed to the means uh, where we thought that they were going to be as well. So uh, I'm going to lean towards the under six and a half minus 102 here. Uh, it's still, like I said, still a division game. So both teams are going to be battling for points here, man. Yeah, I think this is another kind of mispriced line for the road favorite, much like like the Rangers. I think the Red Wings should probably be bigger favorites here. They are they are the better team, you know. Even maybe when they're fully healthy, you got uh, Patrick Kane. I think potentially debuting this week on Thursday, so that'll be interesting to look at there. You know, Detroit did, did have a they allowed Montreal to come back uh, there against the Habs in Montreal. Buffalo's hasn't had great luck recently but lost three straight this is going to be their their third game in four nights so there is some fatigue factor there so yeah i think detroit at minus 125 i think they're they're the better team and they should be bigger favorites there so and then for the total um yeah not really leaning heavily either way here on the total i guess if anything i'd lean to the under six it is going to be alex lyon in that who has proved to be you know what he, he can be a guy he's allowed uh one goal or fewer in each of his last three starts so uh give me the wings here minus 125 don't have much to add here it's uh yeah the red wings are the better team but only just my line is minus 105 for the wings so lean to the, the sabers from a powering perspective but yeah, situationally, it does favor favor the Wings, um, given the fact that you know, the Sabres went on that little road trip and played uh, two two uh, games in uh, on both weekend days. Uh, ugh, just give me the Wings here. I don't, I don't have much to say. Just and the under six and a half is a good look as well. I mean, Lyon is as much better um, numbers than than Huso or, or or fucking James Reimer, albeit in just four games, but still, uh, he's he's been solid since coming up. So uh, yeah, under six and a half is uh, my look as well. All right, we're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy, who has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. No matter the sport, simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in. Watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit of up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. And of course, make sure you check out Game Time. Buying tickets to your favorite event should not be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals and last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for all the fun you'll have. Game Time app is fantastic. They give you uh, seats, images of the seat view before you arrive, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. You can buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you are set. So snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Game Time tickets make the per- perfect holiday gift. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code CFBX for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code CFBX for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Yo, is it just me or does every game tomorrow suck? Like, yeah, like, yeah. Like these are fucking brutal. Um, Not okay. every game. We'll get to oh, a good one later on. Oh, last of course. One. Wow. Yeah, that's fair. You're right. 
Hundred uh, percent. All right, next game on the docket here, the eight thirty p.m. time slot. We have the Nashville Predators against the Chicago Blackhawks. Game itself is in Chicago here. Nashville on the money line sit at minus one eighty five. Chicago on the money line at plus one fifty four. The over under is a six and a half. Over sitting at minus one hundred two. The under minus one eighteen. Mister Ryan Gilbert, what's going to go on in this game here? This game is going to be the Predators being Predators and the Blackhawks here being being prey. Uh, switching the black switching up on the Blackhawks here. Nashville is you know. This just simply the, the much better team. Uh, they have the ninth best expected goal score percent in the league. Chicago has the second worst. Chicago has been, been ravaged with injuries and other personal things happening. I think uh, Beauvillier isn't clear to play yet through like a work visa. Even if he does play Nashville, just, just a much better team. They've, they've been better than I, I expected um, over the past uh, nine games. They won seven of them lost to the Rangers in, in Minnesota, but uh, this is going to be their third game in four nights. Look at the Blackhawks. Uh, this is also their third game in four nights coming home from a three-game road trip. They've scored one goal in each of those three games. So uh, Nashville here, money line, minus 185. Maybe even a puck line play at uh, plus 136 could, could be worth a look. Uh, Chicago is not scoring many goals. And Nashville, you know, with Forsberg and whatnot, they're, they're able to put up put up a few goals there. So Nashville all over them. And then a, a lean to the under here, actually. Under 6.5, minus 118. Don't think Chicago can score too much. And Nashville, you know, they don't have too great of an offense. So not the Preds and the under here. Yeah, this is one game where I, I do like a bet, which is the same side as Ryan there with the Predators. The Blackhawks are, uh, you know, they, I think they're playing worse than the Sharks are right now. They're, they're neck and neck, certainly. And the, the, the lines don't reflect that. The, the market caught up to the, how bad the Sharks were pretty quickly. But the Blackhawks is another story. Uh, I don't know if I said it on, on the show, but the Discord certainly under 68.5 points for the Blackhawks. They lost one game and that plummeted four points. And then they took it off the board after they lost the next one. <laughs> like, like you can't bet it now. Uh, so that, that shows you everyone wants to bet the under on the Blackhawks. But I don't think it's reflected here in this game. Predators should be uh, bigger favorites than this. I have the line at minus 228. Eight for the Preds, so yeah, I love the Predators here in any which way. Kind of lean to the under, just just for the the same kind of reasoning as, as uh, Ryan indicated with the uh, the Blackhawks just struggling to score and the, the Predators goaltending getting better. And yeah, and then let's go, Philip Forsberg, two hundred fifty to one for the Rocket Recharge. Hopefully, he keeps it up. I think he's only three goals back, so uh, let's go. It's a good name, right, Forsberg? Yeah, I got him cheap. For the <laughs> yeah, you would, gentlemen. What is the natural enemy of the predator? There's one thing in the world that are the pre- that are the common the common predator is scared of, and the one thing that the predator is scared of is a big, a big hairy, thick adult, thick adult hairy, pulbous veiny, black cock. Predators hate black cocks. In fact, they want the opposite of big, adult, hairy black cocks. Predators don't want anything to do with that. And the big, hairy, adult black cocks are going to fuck up the Predators. It's going to be revenge games. These Predators are getting everything that they deserve here. They're going to have to take it hard, hard from the hairy, thick, adult black cocks. So give me (laughs) Chicago plus 154 in this game. This game is also going under. So I like the under as my real play. But literally, I'm telling you right now, Chicago Blackhawks are winning this fucking game. What? No, nothing. No, no, no. it's uh, it's 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 a it's a uh, playful talent, but I don't think you truly believe that. 
Chris Hansen, I'm all over. I'm betting Chicago tomorrow, bro. Fuck it. Let's go. That's what they should have done on that show. To catch a predator, instead of Chris Hansen walking in, just should have been some fucking jack to the gills, big black guy that just bends these fucking creeps over the table after. That should be what fucking happened. Um, All right, moving down the IPM time slide here. We got the Anaheim Ducks against the Colorado Avalanche. Game itself is a Colorado here. Anaheim on the money line at plus 250. Colorado on the money line at minus 310. Over-under is at 6.5. Overson at minus 118. Uh, the under minus one hundred two. Joel Meyer, what's up in this game, bro? Why, as usual, we have an avalanche injury and nobody knows fuck all about it. Um, lower body injury for Kale McCarr. I think it's because he got shot with the with the puck in the back of the leg. I think in the in the in the first Ducks game. Uh, he also took a hit from Radko Gudis in the same game, but he didn't come out for the the overtime there. And then he didn't play on, on Sunday, but. Uh, you know, Jared Pennard just says, I don't know if he'll play every freaking time. So he, he could be out uh, two days. He could be out two months. You never know with, with this fucking team. Um, they, they, they like to keep the injury news close to the chest. Um, so, yeah, if he doesn't go, this line should should plummet. I know that the Ducks also lost Mace McTavish here, too, for a little bit. Uh, maybe a long bit. Uh, at least a few weeks, I think. Um, and he's been... One of their best players this year, so that that's a, that's a crucial blow. But still, there, there's no uh, comparison between him and the car. So, yeah, I, I think the, the the value here is with the Ducks at plus two fifty. I mean, they just beat the Avs, and the Avs were not on the. That was the first game of their back to back, so no excuses there. And the Avs did have Prozatov in net, but I don't think goaltending was the issue in that one. Um, so yeah, Ducks plus two fifty would be my lean, but the better play. Is the under six and a half minus one and two? I just mentioned the injury concerns for both teams without McCarr, without McTavish on the ice. Uh, there's going to be fewer goal scoring opportunities, and uh, both teams have been had some solid goaltending of late. So, yeah, give me the under six and a half minus one and two. Ducks are not a good offensive team at all. I think the, the Avs could at least uh, you know, silence them a little bit. And yeah, under six and a half would be my, my favorite look in this game. Yeah, this is, a, this is a tough spot here for the Avs coming home after a three-game road trip. They played three games in in, in four or five nights. Right now, this is their this is their third game in in four nights after playing in Anaheim and LA. They had two two overtime games in there as well. So, played a lot of hockey. Got got outplayed quite a bit against the Kings. Obviously, the Ducks are, are worse than the Kings. The Ducks just just beat the Avs here, and the Ducks do have. The rest advantage. So yeah, I agree. There's value here on the Ducks plus two fifty. Might might sprinkle that. Uh, and I would lean to the under, but I'm I'm just scared that you know we're gonna see an Avs eight two win or something here again. So gonna stay away from the total. I could see a, a Ducks four three win again, like we saw too, which we also go over. So just just a, a small play on the Ducks plus two fifty. Yeah, I get what you guys are saying. It makes some sense. You're right. I understand, but. I got to go with the abs here, man. This Ducks team has been absolutely horrendous. Yes, they've been better on the road than they have been at home here. But with the abs on a three-game losing streak, obviously they're on a big road trip, so they might be a little complacent when it comes to the whole getting home factor here. Uh, but I'm going to take Colorado here. I'm going to take them on the puck line too. Uh, maybe not as of late because the team has been winning, but a lot of their wins throughout the season so far have been by one or more. Uh, I'm not sure the abs or the actual number, but I was looking through it, skimming through it, and it seemed like that seemed to be the case. Uh, so I'll be taking the abs minus one and a half at minus 120 as far as over under goes in this one. Ah, yeah, the Ducks have been having trouble scoring, and then everything missing with Colorado, some of their injuries and shit like that. I'll be towards the under six and a half at minus 102. Okay, moving down to the 9 p.m. time slot again. Here we have the Minnesota Wild against the Calgary Flames. Game itself is in Calgary here, Minnesota on the money line at minus 110. 
Calgary Flames on the money line at minus 110. You know what that means? No, no, don't do it. We got to pick them. Pick them, pick them, pick them, pick them, pick them, pick them, pick them. Hell yeah. There we go. That's my favorite thing. That's unbelievable. Uh, the over-under is at six. Over sitting at minus 125. The under is at six at plus 105. Now, it's going to be hard to pick this. Pick them. Yeah, it's going to be a tough way to go. Which way do we lean? I don't know. It could go either way. Uh, Minnesota sucks on the road. They're 3 6 and 2. Calgary is a little bit better at home, 5 4 and 1. Uh, neither team is really proficient when it comes to scoring goals. But I'll tell you what, man, Jacob Markstrom is starting to kind of get his shit together a little bit. His numbers don't necessarily look it. But when I watched him play, he came up with some 10 bell saves, man. In that Vancouver Calgary game I watched the other night, Markstrom looked pretty solid in between the pipes. Um, so I'm going to put my money on Calgary here, just fading the wild. Fuck the wild. So give me the Flames minus 110 at home in a pick em. Pick them, pick them, pick them, pick them, pick them. Thank oh, you. Got no energy left. I was going right, to say. Yeah. The, 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 the pick them bell has, has run out. It's got to recharge. <laughs> oh, my God. This is insane. Oh, yeah. uh, and then go, wait, wait, wait. Give me the over. Go, give me the over. Okay, right. you did. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I, I'm going with the wild here in, in this pick. Maybe even wild on the puck line, plus 220. Might, might be a way to find some value here. Uh, Jacob Markstrom apparently left practice on Monday. Was, took a puck to the hand, unprotected behind the blocker. And the wild have been playing better. They got they got the new new coach, new coach bounce there. Uh, you know what? They've, they've all discovered, remembered how to play hockey. Three straight wins, three straight puck line wins, including a 6-1 in Nashville. Um, you know, Calgary... It's been okay recently. A lot of close games. Maybe not too confident in the puck line, but I do think Minnesota is going to be the better team here. They're, they're, they're better than, than their record shows. So get me here in a pick them and then uh, lean to the under, but not a, not a strong lean. Yeah, another game that's uh, yeah pretty fairly lined, and it's it's hard to to call it with uh, the Markstrom being in jeopardy if, if, if whether he'll start or not. Um, so it makes a big deal going to, from uh, him to Daniel Dars, who's not a not an NHL goalie. I don't think uh, he's 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 had some stretches where he's played well, but uh, <laughs> over the course of his career, he's he's um, he's not it. He's not him, as the kids would say. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's 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 tough to call right now. Wild have been playing a lot better since uh, you know, firing Dean Evison, but. The Flames have been competitive every game. Like they, they, a lot of their games go to overtime. They, they, they're not. They're still playing very competitively. And um, despite losing losing Zadorov the last couple of games, they they don't seem to have taken much of a drop off. Um, yeah, there was a very even game against the, the Canucks on Saturday. Watched a lot of that one. Um, but yeah, this one is. is ugh, I, I guess the draw. If one in doubt, just take the draw. Um, mentioned Flames going to overtime a lot, and I think we could see another one here. So give me the uh, draw plus three twenty. Uh, probably not betting that though, but uh, I, I got nothing else for you. Sweet. All right, <laughs> the Tempe time slot. We got the New Jersey Devils against the Vancouver Canucks. Last game of the docket. Game itself is in Vancouver here. Uh, New Jersey on the money line at minus 105. Canucks on the money line at minus 115. The over-under is at 7. Over sitting at plus 110. The under at minus 130 here. Uh, Canucks have been great at home, man. 8-2-1 record. Devils are starting to maybe get it together a little bit. Maybe not. I don't know. They've been better on the road, though. They're 6-4-0. Oh. Um, 
dude, I love I love Vancouver in this game. I feel like the odds should be a little bit more crazy than they are. Maybe I'm taking crazy pills or something, but I'm going to be all over the Canucks at minus 115. This team has been excellent in scoring goals. Uh, again, Jacob, or not Jacob, sorry, Thatcher Demko has been fucking lights out in between the pipes here for this Canucks team. Uh, 2.26 goals against average and a .924 save percentage, 12-6-0 record with two shutouts on the year. Uh, yeah, give me the Canucks. Uh, both teams' power plays are pretty proficient, though. New Jersey's first in the league. Canucks is fourth. Uh, when it comes to PK, both teams are terrible in the PK, tied for 23rd in the league uh, with each other. So I don't know. I feel like this is going to be a little bit of a shootout here. The number at seven is pretty high, but... Yeah, why can't we see like a 5-3 game or something here? You know, goaltending hasn't really been great when it comes to New Jersey side of things with Vitek Vanacek or Akira Schmid. Uh, both have been, you know, kind of shit. So, uh, yeah, give me the over at 7, even though it's pretty well boosted. And then give me uh, give me the Canucks and the money line, minus 115. Yeah, I agree with, agree with both of those plays there. Uh, both of these teams are, are, are pretty offensive. They, they can they can put the puck in the back of the net. And, you know, Demko has been great for Vancouver, but the Devils have not been getting... Good goaltending. Uh, Dougie Hamilton's been out for them for the past few games, which has definitely uh, affected their play. Um, yeah, the Vancouver's been good at home, as you mentioned here. You know, better team overall. It's going to be interesting to see the Hughes brothers all in the game together. But I think the Vancouver here, especially with Hamilton out, uh, Simon Nemec has been good, or Nemec has been good for the Devils to, in, his, in his place. But the Canucks just are, are the better team here at home at minus 115. And yeah, I'd go with the over seven plus uh, 110. Uh, maybe even look at a alt total over over eight and a half. It's like a 4-4 overtime game, maybe a 5-4 final. So lo- love the over seven here at plus 110. You know, back when I, uh, I booked these tickets going to this game because the Avalanche are only playing in Vancouver once this year. So I had to find another game to go to. And I picked this one thinking that I'd be all over the Devils and all my futures bets and they've kind of disappointed with with all their injuries and the on the other hand, look at all the canucks ones are looking excellent so uh here i am gonna be a canucks fan in this uh, civil war between the uh, luke and jack versus quinn hughes on the other side uh it's gonna be a hell of a time i'm gonna be betting all their props all their overs whatever it's gonna be fun as fuck watching those guys do their thing um yeah i'm definitely gonna be betting the over but that's what you do when you go to a game um but for this one, I I have no objective analysis here. I think that this line is fairly priced, but fuck objectivity. We're going subjective. We're going to take the Canucks. Canucks going to roll. Um, yeah, the, the Devils goaltending has been bad all year. It doesn't seem to be getting fixed anytime soon. Brian mentioned the, uh, the injury to Dougie Hamilton. They, they can't catch a break. It's just when uh, Jack and he sure go uh, – Go out, then 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 uh, Timo Meyer is out. Then they get back, and then uh, Doggy Hamilton's down. Not good for them. Uh, but when they get healthy, if they get healthy ever, they'll be a good team again. But until that happens, I think that they are uh, not the team to back, especially when their goaltending is so bad. So, give me the give me the Canucks to roll here in this one. Five to three is yeah, six three. Fuck it, let's go with the six for six six six. Except uh, the other side, the uh, the reverse Antichrist, the god i guess <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> i am god <laughs> hell yeah love that what an angle um all right that finishes up the uh the baits uh what do we got going on consensus plays mr gilbert what do we got going uh, on here? We, we got we got like the kings there maybe a king's uh puck line plus 114 also like all like the under six and a half minus 115 uh the red wings minus 125 there in Buffalo, I believe that game is. Uh, Nashville, Chicago under six and a half at minus 118. And a, and a consensus lean there on the Canucks at minus 115. 
All right, right on. Um, okay, we're gonna move into our lock dogs and totals here for the December fifth games. Uh, current standings: uh, Joey's in first place here. He's twenty-one, twenty-three, and one on the year, down zero point one or sorry, zero point four five units. Um, I saw I'm in second. I'm twenty-one and twenty-four on the year. I'm down five point seven two units. Right, guys, uh, fourteen and thirty-one on the year, down twenty-two point three nine units. We're gonna get back. We still got plenty of time yet. All right, fuck, we're rocking and rolling here. We're gonna start getting things on track right now. Uh, I'll kick us off for my lock. I got the New York Rangers on the money line versus the Ottawa Senators minus one thirty-five. I think the Sens are playing uh, tr- just god awful hockey right now, and the Rangers are a fucking sweet hockey team. Uh, Shosturkin's lights out in between the pipes. Uh, for my dog, LA Kings puck line versus Columbus plus one fourteen. This LA Kings team is good. What did I say? They won their past five games. Their past five wins have uh, been by two or sorry one or more goals, and eight of the past ten have been uh, by more than uh, two goals as well. Or sorry, one. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. They're good on the puck line, plus 114. And for my total, uh, Detroit Buffalo under six and a half, minus 105. Division game. Hopefully, these teams uh, keep it nice and tight. All right, uh, my lock is the Predators minus 185 in Chicago. There against the Blackhawks. Uh, I think they're a better team. Hopefully, my big favorite can come through for me here. Uh, my dog, big dog here, San Jose Sharks plus 225 on Long Island there against the Islanders. I think there's some value there. I think the Islanders are, are, are just basically on, on Sorokin, so hopefully he can uh, you know have an off game. And then my total is the Blue Jackets team total under 2.5, minus 125. Uh, Kings have been very stingy defensively, especially with Cam Talbot in net, so I think that definitely has a, a great chance of hitting. <laughs> Well, I guess we all found ways to bet the the Kings here. Uh, usually, when, <laughs> they're gonna uh, lose, man. That's yeah, how it works. Exactly. That's that's, that's what happens. <laughs> Fuck, indeed. Um, so yeah, Kings regulation for me as the lock minus one forty five. Don't have much else to add about that. And um, the uh, Canucks regulation team total over three and a half. That's that's to them to score four more more goals in regulation. Can't use the overtime goal because the the Canucks won't need overtime. They'll they'll end the war in regulation and they'll they'll score four plus goals in doing so that's that's just even money there um and the total was the ducks avalanche under six and a half minus 102 i think that the the ducks are, are miserable offensively a chance that mccart doesn't play and uh, i think it's yeah it's certain that mctavish won't play so uh, i think that they're uh five one no i, I said i lend, lend to the ducks i guess a three two ducks win all right. Okay, so this has been a little bit of a shorter show because obviously we've had eight games to run through here. Not a lot of news. I didn't even tell the boys this. We're going to do something real quick, all right? Oh, something no. I just kind of thought uh, of. Which is Tally's Trivia Time, baby. <laughs> Let's go here. Tally's Trivia Time. I got one trivia question. We'll see if we can get down to it. Gentlemen, are we ready for Tally's Trivia Time or what? Yeah. yeah. all right everybody knows that the nhl entry draft started in 1963 obviously the uh the james norris trophy for best defenseman is being awarded forever uh bobby orr won that a shitload of times in the late uh, 60s to the mid 70s since 1975 only one player has won the james norris trophy that was undrafted can you name that player without googling Nope. <laughs> Come on, you gotta give no, me a I, what, what is he Russian? Is that why he no. wasn't drafted? No. No. Mm-hmm. That's a good that's a good that's a good follow-up question though. One guess, no Googling. Hmm. 
I know Adam. I know Adam Fox. Adam Fox was drafted and then his rights were traded, though. Like it's not like he was undrafted. No, Um, it wasn't Adam Fox. Uh, That's another interesting point, though. Is it? It has to be like a leaf or something. I don't know why I was telling telling to bring this up. It was in the last twenty years. I'll say that. Last twenty years. Um, Yeah, I'm the trivia master, bro. It's a good question. You guys can give up, but you just gotta say, "Yeah, you're the king of trivia questions." Like that's fine too. <laughs> I I don't know. You gotta say, "Tally, you are." You gotta look in the mic and say, "Tally, you are the king of trivia questions." No, we don't. <laughs> yeah, you do. That's it. Come on. And the say, show. This is terrible radio. <laughs> just make a guess. Just make a guess. Then fuck. Crew Eric Carlson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, undrafted. <laughs> Chris Pronger. Yeah, no. Okay. The answer was the 2018-2019 James Norris winner for the Calgary Flames, Mark Giordano. Oh, oh, undrafted. He yes, undrafted? you got that part right. Yeah, he was undrafted. I didn't know that. It was pretty crazy, right? But yeah, there you go. Fun little trivia thing. So hell yeah. I forgot cool. he won that. Like that wasn't that long ago. He's, he's no, was was, like 37, 36. Yeah, I think he was like 36 years old or something when we won it. It's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody. That's going to wrap things up here. <laughs> Thanks for putting up with that shit segment. Uh, everybody go check out the Sports Gaming Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. Tons of stuff going on in the world of sports. Obviously, we got eight hockey games tomorrow. All of them stink except for one. Uh, what else do we got? Wings. That's pretty funny. Uh, what else do we got going on? We got football. We got college football. We got you know, baseball winter shit going on. We got NBA's doing its thing. So tons of stuff in the world of sports. Soccer, Jolie, everything going good with your soccer? Yeah, yeah. So fun games. There's tons of goals this season for some reason. Um, like 10 minutes of injury time in the Premier League helps. Uh, yeah, yeah, nothing nothing new to report on that front. That's right on. The nets are too big, 100%. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so you can find all the information on the SGPM website. Be sure to go check it out. Check out all the articles there. Be sure to get a look at uh, Ryan's fantasy hockey articles. He's pumping out weekly. They're pretty sweet. Um, and uh, shout out to all our friends and pals in the Discord, man. Discord's having a good time out there. So, you know, if you're not in the Discord, you're not making money and you're not having fun and shit. So if you want to get in there, you can reach out to myself or Ryan on Twitter. We'll be sure to point it in the right direction. Uh, or you can reach out to the HGP Twitter account. He'll get you going too. Our social media assistant producer's on there. He's He'll take care of it. He's a fucking beauty. Uh, or what you can do is uh, go to the Canucks game, man. Go to the Canucks game tomorrow with uh, an ex-Rangers. And if you see some guy sitting there with a hoodie on, just looking all fucking miserable, sweating out some bets or something, chances are that's our boy, Jolie Meyer. And, oh, there's a little smile at him. Hell yeah. So there you go. So if you go to the game, you see him there, you can be like, hey, Jolie, how'd I get into the Discord? And maybe... Ask him for an autograph while you're at it too and get him signing a bunch of shit because he's so famous. And then uh, I'll write down underneath his autograph how to get into the Discord for you. Just promise you won't post any charts or, or spreadsheets or whatever. <laughs> yeah. We'll get after you. 100%. No nerds. This is for the cool kids that sat at the back of the bus that only went to <laughs> school so they could meet up their, their buddies and skip school, you know? Hell yeah. All right, make sure you leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. So I have something to read here. And uh, subscribe on YouTube as well. Going live there most nights when we record. Make sure you subscribe, leave some comments, likes, all, the, all that good stuff there. All right. 
Uh, my name is Talon Jenkins. You can find me at Twitter at Talon underscore Jenkins 94. If you got any sweet uh, trivia questions, just DM me on Twitter and I'll be sure to ask the voice. I am Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I'm, I'm Joel Martin. You'll find me at Rogers Arena with my hand down my pants, just, just stroking off to all those Hughes brothers out there on the ice doing their thing. <laughs> Talon's <laughs> making obscene gestures. Uh, all right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out. Peace. Let's go, Blackhawks. <laughs>